What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Chicken Bone Alley, brought to you by SRI Performance, stock car, steel, and aluminum, RK Motorsports Consulting, Earl Ramey Racing Engines. What is up? I'm David. I'm Sterling. What's up, y'all? All right, guys. Well, uh, if you're on Facebook right now, but this will be after, so this will be our Facebook simulcast for our track draw. For week four of the uh, Chicken Bone Alley Summer Shootout, I don't know if y'all saw that. If y'all saw, if y'all are watching live, you saw. How about how about our hats? Hat. Big time it now. Big time, big time. We got hats. <laughs> <laughs> we get koozies. Y'all better watch out. That's all I can say. We're gonna go into this a little later, but we look we look professional today because we just uh hold on, I'll show you Sterling. Hold on. There you go. We look professional from the waist up. From the waist up. Cause uh we're wearing underwear up just below this. No. We know but I got softball pants. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got my go bad. softball My bad. I was I was supposed to more, wear more than draws. You were. I'm, I'm trying to look up. I'm just looking <laughs> I'm looking for dolphins. Yeah. All right, <laughs> we got our week four track draw here real fast before we get into anything else. Guys, uh, we're going to look at this real quick here. We are racing the uh, Dirt Modifieds this week. Mm. <laughs> Sterling's not a fan. No. Nah. All right, here's our track choices. Kokomo, Lernerville, USA, Lanier, and Charlotte. All right, fold them up real quick, Sterling. I got you. Okay. And we're pulling this out of Blakely's uh, Easter bucket again, 2020. It, fit, it fits perfect for this. <laughs> <laughs> it was sitting up here, so it has been deemed the draw bucket. We're about to use cornhole boards over here, but we decided not to. All righty. Shaky, 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 shaky. I feel like we're zoomed in. We're not zoomed in. We're just close to everything up here. Yeah, it's a small room. <laughs> no, it's really not. We're just in a small corner. Oh, Sterling pulled it. Oh, hold on, back up. There we go. Lanier. Lanier it is. The modifieds. That ought to be a interesting one. We ran that we ran that track last season. First off with the with the um uh what we running with. Legend cars. Oh yeah, we did. On an okay. interesting show. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care but, where you race legend car. It's gonna put on interest in the show. But I think we got a good group of guys racing this year, and so that would ought to be or this season, so that ought to be a uh, good, good show. Yeah. So guys, tune in Tuesday night, eight o'clock. You will check out the uh, the um, Chicken Bone Alley Summer Shootout. We'll get into a little more of that here in a little while. But anyway, getting off this Facebook Live. So uh, we appreciate it, guys. There later. But we're not finished. With that part. <laughs> that part we're finished. We're not this part finished. we're not finished. <laughs> Don't stop listening. <laughs> Don't stop listening. <laughs> oh, God. I hear it playing back. I hear it playing back. All right. <laughs> anyway, so now, what's up? I don't know, man. It's been a crazy John Brown day here so far. We were just on Good Morning America, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I hope y'all are. I hope y'all got to watch that. It, I mean, it kind of felt like that. I don't know. I've never been on Good Morning America, but if I had, I would think it would turn out like that to start with. It was like oh. a real deal. Like, we went in Area 51 there for a That's minute, That's what it said. That's what it said. <laughs> it did. Our studio, something. Studio 51. I saw 51, and studio I was freaking 51. out. So, we, we made it. We made it through it. 
Really appreciate it, guys. It's P51. Well, well, let's actually tell what it was. Oh, oh yeah. Let's start back over. That's okay. Go if y'all have not heard yet, well, y'all haven't heard yet unless you just watched the Bullring uh, on Speed 51's Facebook. Chicken Bone Alley is now a Speed 51 affiliated podcast. What's up with that, man? What's what up? happened? I just want to know what happened. I'm just, I mean, I asked, I asked you this earlier, David. I'm gonna do it live now or whatever. <laughs> we're um, live. We're not live, but we're live. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we started this show two years. Uh, well, going on, almost two years Three ago. Quarters. Getting close. We started yeah. talking about it two years ago. Yeah. Uh, January of what nineteen? I guess it was right. Twenty. Twenty. It's twenty one now. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Whichever. Anyway. <laughs> Let me I get know, my bearings I know, straight. I know they've all kind of run together, but it really has this whole deal. I'm, I, I I relate COVID nineteen to night twenty nineteen, so I can't do that. I got yeah. They really needed to name that twenty. I really think they did. But, <clears throat> so anyway, so we started all this deal on the hunch that we're just going to talk about racing, just us, and you know about two or three people listening, our family and <laughs> mama. You know she's going to listen <laughs> regardless of what we talk about. And uh, it's it's sure. my mama started listening like a year later. Hey, you know what? <laughs> it's never too late. It's man. all right though. It's all right because I have to say this: Kayla listens to every show. She listens to the first fifteen minutes of every show. Well, twenty. Minutes. I'm not, hold on, Kayla listens to every show. <laughs> Can you edit that? So we appreciate it. Yeah, I'm, I'm always have to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really do appreciate it, Miss Kayla. I thank you so much for listening to every. You're so dedicated. You're our number two fan. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, I mean, just you know, it's really, it's really grown a lot in in this in this year and a half or whatever it's been, and um, you know, I just never really thought we would be, uh, you know, growing to that extent and going to uh, d- d- being on Speed Fifty One with Alan Dietz and and Mama. That's pretty cool, man. That's real cool. That's real cool. Um, that was awesome. That was a, and it was it was very uh. Short notice? <laughs> yeah, thank I guess. You. I, I appreciate guess. it. I didn't have time to pray about <laughs> it, though. You just want to just jump on me. Just Alan, here it is. Alan messaged me today. I asked him, I said, uh, is there any material we need to put on the show tonight or anything while we uh, while we record? He's like, nah, y'all want to come on a bull ring? I was like, what? <laughs> Hold on. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Definitely a crazy experience, but that was cool, and I uh, hope it won't be our last, and maybe we can do a little better job, or I can do a little better nah, job next time. It was a good deal. And uh, not make up words. I probably made up words. I'm sure I did. Yeah, I, I didn't listen. I, it wasn't a made up word. I just just a, the, the context of it might have been not a properly. Off. I don't know. That's what but, your mama said. It, I guess it. I, yes, I, I thought I it know. fit to me. Sounded good you know, to you. It sounded, sounded good, good to me. me. We, we absorb the experience. We're not experience. an English major, so we really don't care. <laughs> no, we're not. We're a racing major, so that's all that matters. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody else makes up words too. So yeah, that's all right. But that was pretty cool. Really what do they, what do they say guys. if you can't dazzle them with brilliance? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> I do that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, that was pretty cool. We really, really appreciate those guys for having us on there and, uh, and, and we'll see what happens with the relationship moving forward. Um, but, uh, anyway, how was your weekend, man? Man, it was, um, uh, it was pretty good. We, uh, I didn't do a whole heck of a lot really all weekend. I, um, hung around the house, cut grass, Turned on some racing, you know, just did some no. few in and out and in things, I guess. Um, went over to your mama's house and... um, Hey, now, what are you doing in my mama's house? I, I was hooking up her Roku's. Oh, I appreciate that. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> we 
We went and hung out with her a little while Saturday. Then went and hung out with the in-laws a little while Saturday. And that's good. And then, I appreciate uh, it. Yeah. And uh, I guess we need to back up a minute because I don't know what all you said last week because I have really honestly. Well, yeah. I, I well, that's what I was about to get at too. Um, glad you're back. You know. Appreciate it. Thank you for allowing me back in my just, own just, house. Just, 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 leave, just leave me hanging up here in your house by yeah, myself. Yeah, I was definitely leaving you hanging, working 30 <laughs> hours straight. I promise you I was really prepared to do that. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, last week was a really bad situation for me, work-wise, but... Uh, that was bad, but it was good all the same time. Oh, it was. It was. It was tough, though. Um, a bit. Hadn't done that in a while. I used to do it back in the day all the time, but now it's... Uh, it's uh, it's weighing on me it's, still. It's, it's normally just now. It's one of those yearly things. You got you got to get yeah. one good year yearly with you. Yeah, it's once a year because it's good. It's once a year because I do it one time a year and it takes me a whole year to get over it pretty, pretty much. So yeah, yeah. So but but anyway, yeah. Uh, work got in the way of the, uh, the podcast for sure and uh, couldn't couldn't be here. So I apologize. I I, I he, gave everybody a break from hearing me. He didn't do week. nothing uh, last week other outside of work. I mean, it was work. Work, work. It, we didn't get, he didn't get a uh, podcast. He didn't get softball. He didn't even make it to church on Wednesday night. Nope. I mean, it just worked. I didn't even get to sleep. Yeah, it's overrated anyway. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm starting <laughs> to think differently now. I don't know. It's starting to catch up with me. You start making up words and stuff. You don't get to sleep. <laughs> yeah, for sure I do. <laughs> well, I don't know. That's kind of all the time, I guess. But, but anyway, yeah, it was uh, it was a rough week uh, for, for for me and uh, our buddy Cody that's been on the show before. Cody, he he uh, he swung over the nights with us and helped us out. Me and him, uh, we we um, we did our thing and we made it work. Uh, we got through it, got the job done, got the plant back running, and uh, that's what we got to do. Good deal. Well, yeah. but before I, I I really appreciate Melissa coming on and um. Yeah, for sure. Filling in, picking up my slack, picking, picking up, picking up your side over there is 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 really it. It took I ain't gonna lie, it took me a minute to get in the swing of things. You know, I'm used to I'm used to talking people over the phone and stuff like that, and we're talking on the podcast and everything. I'm used to that, but I'm also used to looking at you across the table from me, and we kind of well, it's easy to it, it, well, <laughs> I, I, it's hard to feed off of someone that you can't see. But but I will say we made it work. Made it work. That's fairly, awesome. Fairly good. That's so. awesome. Well, good deal. I'm I'm glad of that. And um, maybe we'll have to do a Zoom video next time with her. Maybe yeah, well, no, you know next year when you decide to work all night. So. Yeah, uh, it's it's coming. <laughs> but I just don't know when. But it's coming. But uh, it's yeah. Uh, we really appreciate Melissa for coming on and helping us out and and keeping us rolling there. And um, uh, you never know. She got to come on more often though. I think like a once a month thing or well, something like that. I'm gonna tell you. Well, she was. I know y'all probably saw some uh, lives pop up um, last week. I think I think it was Friday pop up. And Melissa was actually at Williams Grove, and she was going talk to drivers. You know, do all that she could. Um, sales service was. Almost zero. It's terrible there. I've been there. Yeah, I, she, I know exactly what she's talking so about. So she couldn't, she couldn't do any lives and stuff. I told her, I said, if you want to record them, so I don't, I don't know. It just, yeah. I think that felt kind of weird to her, which yeah. I can understand. Oh yeah, no doubt. And, well, it's always weird when you post something like a day later when they're already at another track, especially when they're running back to back races. Right. Yeah. As the World of Outlaws were, <laughs> they ran they four back to back races. Busy, busy. Uh, but yeah. But anyway, um. 
<clears throat> weekend was good for me. Uh, birthday weekend, man. I, birthday. That was, that was good. And We I, wished you a happy birthday on the I, show. I heard. I really appreciate <laughs> that. I didn't listen. I'm sorry. I didn't listen to the, our own show, but uh, Mama told me about it because so, she listens to every second of it. So anyway, she told me all about it, and I really do appreciate the, uh, the birthday wish there. I, I do, and um, had a good weekend. Really did. And I went out on the boat for a while and um, really enjoyed our weekend for sure. So glad uh glad i'm well i will always say like like you say you know you you're another year older i guess that's better than alternative but you really don't know i don't know i ain't tried it i I, always, I read it as pretty good but what i understand <laughs> is definitely pretty good so uh so i don't know man we just uh keep chugging along here and enjoying our time and and uh making the best of life as we can speaking of we was uh supposed to have some baptisms at church yes we were morning. man we uh we come back from georgetown early sunday morning to hurry up and get back to church and uh be ready for our baptism um as far as me me and, and my son cole are uh, we're going to get baptized and and david uh your wife kayla and and, and landon and landon we're going to get baptized as well and a bunch of our other buddies uh at church we're going to get baptized too so um weather permitted Weather did not permit it. Weather did not permit it. <laughs> weather did not permit it. <laughs> Is that the right word? Did I make that up too? I think, I think there's a couple extra syllables, but it's all right. <laughs> it's okay. You just got to you got to express it that way, you know. Express it. But uh, yeah, the uh, lightning was popping everywhere around us, and we could not uh, make that happen. So, uh, I'm planning on this weekend. And the reason I couldn't, you know, if y'all don't know, we we go to a fairly large church that has a baptismal inside, but they're like, nope, we like the river. That's what I'm talking about. So. Bring that's it back old school, river baptisms. I love it. And, uh, I love it. We got an awesome church, dude. That's, that's God's water. Exactly. It's, it's also um. It's awfully like <laughs> McCall Farms. McCall water. Farms water, but you know, <laughs> who knows what else is in there? <laughs> water moccasin water. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a lot of different yeah. waters in there. But uh, <laughs> you know what? I, I I thought about it in church. I was like. I think I'd rather take my chance with a lightning bolt than I would a <laughs> cotton mouth. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, that's going to be there next weekend. I don't, but anyway. Yeah, so they pushed it back a week. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Hopefully, the weather permitting, we will be there next Sunday for that. If not, we'll push it off another week, I guess. We'll keep it going. We'll just... Uh, It'll happen eventually. We'll get there when we can. But uh, but yeah, we uh, definitely... Uh, church was wonderful um, on, on Sunday. Um if anybody is close to this area, Florence area, that can get to Effingham on a Sunday, definitely go check out Lebanon. Uh, you will not be disappointed. You will not want to leave. You will want to come back for sure every week. So uh, definitely check it out. For sure. For sure. Well, going back to uh, to um, our iRacing stuff from last week, uh, we had the ARCA cars at Loudon. That was New the one. Hampshire. That was the one of the tracks I really thought I could run up front in. And you probably could because you was killing me on times there. I love that track. I love them cars. But I'm gonna tell you, I don't think you had nothing on there. I turned that son. I turned it. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> I don't think you'd have nothing on Aaron. Deep. I don't think you'd have had nothing on John. I don't. <laughs> I drove it in deep. Turn it. Um, it was a good race actually. It um had a early caution and then we went green for a long long time oh, that's a good. 100 lap race i like green them cars i like i like tire wearing them cars yeah uh, it, 
And uh, we set the fuel actually on purpose this time. You did good. I'm I proud did, of you. I did good on purpose to, so we wouldn't have enough, but it wouldn't like you could make it a lap 98 either. So Right, yeah. Um. So everybody had to make a pit stop, and it worked out. Then we had some late race cautions. Um. Uh, kind of ended up cold to mint. He, he probably got hurt, to, had the toughest look at the race. Um, he was running third for the majority or second, third majority of the race. And then, uh, him and Zach Stroop, man, him two are always on track right there together. And I I don't think it was on purpose on Zach's fault. Just watching the replay and stuff. I don't think it was on purpose. I think there was a misjudgment and, uh, yeah, he, he got, he got turned and which stunk because, which I think he still had a car to finish top five. And he was just trying, he was trying to get back up there because he knew he could get back up there and um, ended up spinning it into the wall off of two right in front of me, actually. Oh, wow. So I was able to miss it. I, I ended up with a uh, seventh place finish, I think it was. That ain't bad, bud. That's good. Thank you. How many of was in it? Eight? Six and a half. <laughs> 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 Sound like Tony Turner, but I give him that. <laughs> hey, yeah. Yes, sir. That, no, but hey, that's good, man. That's uh. That's a tough car on a turf track to run long distances in with tire wear. Yeah, tire wear was the it, tire wear dropped off a lot. Yeah, the tire wear in that car on, on iRacing is uh I think the most realistic yeah. of any. Uh, just because the way it handles. And I that's what I like about that car is you can really you can really save your stuff because some of the other cars in the other series to me, it seems like you really can't save your stuff that much. It don't matter. You right. know, you, you try to prepare and save and save and save, and then you got to leave other fools still pulling off of you, and I don't know how they're doing it. I tried a uh, little different pit strategy myself. Everybody else kind of went in about halfway. Um, I said, no, I'm going to push the fuel as far as it will go. I said, I know I'm going to. I said, one, if I get a caution, you know, in 10 or 15 more laps, I'm good. You know, that, that really right. will help because we only have one set of tires change. Um, I said, I really helped that because I'll be, because I think I, highest I got was like second um, before I had to, had to go in the pits. So that would have been good. I could have come out with fresh tires, even though I'd had right. to pass a lot of people. And I probably wouldn't pass them all, but it would have worked, would have worked great. Um, but the, uh, it didn't ever come out, not then. I had to, I had to, Go in and uh, come out, and I actually ended up a lap down because of it. So probably wasn't a smart move, but as soon as I came out, I was a lap down. We got a caution, so I ended up being a lucky dog, and I had fresh tires. <laughs> so, um, it, I think I had about four laps on them though. So I just I don't know it. I'm just not good enough in that car more than anything, and. I was pulling up on them because I, 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 I kind of got stuck back there. I think because you're good would, in those cars. I think you're not good on flat racetracks. That's probably it. I'm, I'm I not, think you're I awesome in them cars. I mean, we, we've run really good in them cars. Dover, you're really good in them cars. Dover, um, I've won a race, won official races at um, New Smyrna in them. Yeah, I think it's just flat racetracks. That might be, it might just be, it might just be that track, period. I just yeah. I, Because I've won at um, Milwaukee in it. Mm. And it's very similar. Yeah, must be that track. I think it's just that track. I don't know. So, I, I came up and I salvaged probably, I finished better than I probably should have. <laughs> so, so that's always a good day. When you finish better than you, you, you should, that's a good day. Right. But Aaron Smith 
Y'all heard him on here a couple weeks ago after his first win. The asphalt guy. <laughs> That's what we're going to call him right now. He's the asphalt guy, and apparently John Ruggiero, uh is is uh, the dirt guy, but uh, Cole, Cole, Cole's right there on him, too. Um, yeah. So, uh, so we... Uh, yeah. But Aaron, Aaron Aaron took us to school. He, t- he took us to school, especially in the heat race. Dude, heat check. Out hey, like I race. said, all you can say is glad I wasn't there. <laughs> And hey. we can't prove you wrong, can we? Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say, <laughs> man. You cannot prove me wrong. I hope he don't call me out. <laughs> he might call you out. He might come out and just take you out this week just for the fun. He might. He might. He might. Well, <laughs> he ain't going to take me out because I ain't going to be there because I, I am no good at them cars. That's for sure. But uh, but you will see next. I'm going to try to make the next asphalt race. Uh-huh. Uh, that's my That's my plan for sure. And who knows? I think he's kind of the, the ringer in the asphalt stuff, but... Uh, but yeah, we'll see. Like you say, John Ruggiero's got a lot of experience on the dirt, and uh, he's gonna be hard to beat, man. It's gonna be, it's gonna be kind of, I don't know. I mean, last year it was Zach Struve and Coldman, Zach Struve and Coldman. Yeah. And I, I don't know what it's gonna be this year. I mean, I, they're still running mean, well. I mean, they're still there. Zach's but, having some tough luck, but he he capitalized. Um, Zach has had tough luck in the first two races. We got a drop right. race this year, right? Um, but he he's he's. He's running well, but he just has has caught any luck. This past week, he ended up salvaging a third place finish. Yeah, well, so from what I've seen, though, John Rogerio is is he's dominant in dirt, yeah, and he's very respectfully good in asphalt. Yeah. So that's going to be real hard to beat. That I mean, I think his his average is probably by far the best that I've seen. So. Yes, 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 it is. Yeah. Um, them, them them drop weeks are kind of figuring in, kind of weird right now because um, basically, you know, with only three weeks down. A, it shows a drop because there's a bat, the worst race out of the bunch with John's worst second. He's got two seconds and a first. So showing him a first and a <laughs> second is showing Aaron, I think, a first and – well, showing him two firsts right now because of his two asphalt wins. Right. Um, And it's not showing his dirt race because that's his drop race. Well, so that'll far. play out so, but once you get Oh, yeah, races. yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. just, if you look at the points right now, it kind of looks a little funky. Um. Yeah, you get five, six races into it, it'll right. show it'll show out pretty good. But uh yeah, I'd look for definitely in in my opinion, I I'd I'd say John Rogerio will be there this week. Um For sure. I think Cole DeMint's gonna be right there with him. Yeah. Uh Zach Zach will be right there. Yep. Um uh Beef Tips. Beef Tips has been fairly consistent also. Yeah. Which those cars are a lot different to me, those cars are a lot different to drive on there. And it is Well they might be, but they're tougher. they're still good at them. It's oh yeah, they're good. Us. Yeah, it's not yeah. No. <laughs> I can't <laughs> I can't uh compare myself to them by any means. So <laughs> it's just it's just us. It's not good. You know, yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, when I, when you drive it one time a year on there, it's not gonna you're not gonna really get no. it. So uh, but anyway, yeah, it's, it's it's gonna be cool man. It's, uh we appreciate all the uh the guys coming on to do that with us and uh, we appreciate everybody that the support in uh in making this thing happen. For sure. Um uh, EMFR performance. Our buddy Earl Ramey cannot thank him enough coming on, helping out with this. Uh it would not be what it is without him and Carl Williford at uh Grease Monkey Mooresville. Um both of those. Um uh, if you need you guys anywhere in the uh Mooresville, Charlotte, whatever area, take your car, Grease Monkey. Over there you will not be treated better um and and have great 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 um oil changes with your car and and other maintenance 
services. Services. That's the word I was looking for. Very good. I tried to help you see. Hey. There you go. He did good. Talk jump. Did good. I, see, you just make up a word. I just don't say nothing. <laughs> Hey, I'm going to come up with something now. It might not be right, but I'm going to come up with something. <laughs> also, we want to thank Power Better Machine and Fabrication. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Glad, glad y'all working. In That's why I worked all last that. week to pay for the, for the for the for the race here this week. So uh, I'll send you the You're welcome. I'll send you the invoice. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Northeast Auto Imports, our buddy Derek Griffith, who we will be talking about here soon. Yes, sir. Uh, he had a uh, had a large weekend we'll have to talk about. Um also, Blood Eagle Racing Podcast. Y'all, if y'all like our show, y'all definitely like Blood Eagle Racing yeah, Podcast. Also, congratulations to Tyler. On the win. On the win this past weekend. Big old trophy. Tyler and him. It is. It is. So, uh, congratulations. Also, uh, SRI Performance and Stock Car Steel and Aluminum coming on, helping out, bringing yeah, some man. awesome prizes. And BS Racing, our buddies up in Ohio. Yes, sir. Running the quad. Oh, four wheelers. And uh, congratulations to William also because he got engaged last week. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. I missed that. Man, congratulations. Down here, down here at the it. beach, too, I think. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations, man. I really do uh, hope the best for you. And uh, yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. That's sweet. Definitely was. So we appreciate all of them. We couldn't do it without them. Um, so y'all be sure to tune in. Tuesday night on Soap Tires Broadcasting at 8 p.m. If you can't remember it, just go to our Facebook page, Chicken Bone Alley. Yeah. And we will share the link uh, for the YouTube and the Facebook check it out. feed. And uh, go check it out. And it's just, it'll be it'll be pretty cool. Pretty cool. Speaking of our buddy Derek Griffith, while we're on it. We'll go ahead and talk about it a little He's bit. He's a man, dude. I swear to God, great day. How does he just keep on? Dude, I'm I'm just going to go ahead and tell you regardless. Um, I think we're going to try to have him on probably next week. Probably. I'd I say so after Oxford, you know. Well, after he goes wins Oxford 250. You know, you know, we can just, you know. I'm, just, I'm just saying it out loud already. I'm going to go after, ahead and after Derek goes. <laughs> I know why he didn't run. I mean, I know why the truck failed him a little bit. We weren't there. The sticker wasn't on the truck. That's it. That's it. Need a chicken bone out of sticker. The sticker there. wasn't on the truck. We need a chicken bone out of sticker on that. Fixed up. Telling you. Fixed everything. Telling you. <laughs> oh, but uh, he ran. If, if y'all haven't heard already, Derek ran for Kyle Busch Motorsports at Gateway. World. In the All Star Truck, I will in say 51. in the fifty one. That's 51. pretty freaking cool, man. So, uh, I just man. It ended up being a tough day for him. Situations aren't right right now, though, man. I swear they're not. Dude, it's terrible. I mean, who gets? Uh, it's got to be hard, and we'll talk to him about this later. It's got to be so hard to get thrown into a truck. Basically, no practice. No practice. Never sat in a truck. No qualifying. All you did was go to the shop and put your seat in it, and that, that's, that's the, it. That's all the sitting in the truck you did. That's it. They told you how to crank it up. And run. And you draw for position. You start eleventh, and there you go. Here you go. Have at <laughs> yeah. it. We'll see you. Have fun. What? Dude, I'm going to tell you, they got to come up with something a little bit different on that. That ain't right, dude. Especially for, I think, I if you're not going to have any practice at all, none, zip, zero, don't have none, but anybody who is a rookie. First time. Well, I, I'm going to just say rookie because most of them will be going to those tracks for yeah, the first, first time. time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you are a rookie in the series, they need to give them, I don't care if it's, 
I don't care if it's right before the start of the race. I don't care if it's, you know, right. 30 minutes before the start of the race. Give them 15 minutes just to go out there. Right. Run whatever they, laps they can run in 15 minutes, however many they want to run, if they want to run any. And they can only do it on a uh, select set of tires, so it don't have to be a new set of tires or whatever. If some NASCAR gives them from leftover from week four, I don't care. Um, and go out there just to get the field of track more than anything. Well, just to, yeah, get comfortable. I, <laughs> I mean, know, I know, know these guys are like, oh, well, they got eye racing. They got this, that, and other. Uh, it's not yeah, the same. No. It's not the same. I don't care what simulator you put it on. No. It's not the same. So, it's, uh, guys, NASCAR, if you're listening, please listen. <laughs> I understand y'all trying to limit time at the track, and y'all say these guys are supposed to be best. Cup, fine. If you don't want to give it to the guys in Cup, I understand it. Truck series mainly. Come on, guys. Yeah. Got to give something. Uh, now, I, I, I am the first one to tell you they don't need three or four hours of of um, daggone uh, practice to to run an hour and a half long race. I, I, I agree with that, but rookies need something. Yeah. If they don't do nothing like they did uh, with ARCA last year, you know, well, it's five, just, ten minutes. It's just, it's tough when he's got to spend – I'm just gonna say half the race and getting comfortable, and I, you know, I'm just I'm just come throwing out something there, but you know, it's bad when you got to get comfortable with your car, with your seat, with your the handling. With oh yeah, your, the first half of the race, that's what you're doing with your crew chief, with your spotter. spotter. Yeah, I mean, you're you're not worried about racing really. The first half of the race, you worried about getting comfortable with everything that's in your ear and everything that you're worried about taking truck. And a truck race is so short that. You ain't got time for that. <laughs> so that's what I don't like. I mean, give them the time to get out there and shake the car down enough to get comfortable with that. Get comfortable with somebody in your ear that you haven't heard before. You know, he got out there in the Arca car at Daytona. Yeah. A little bit different story. I mean, Eddie the Hunt. You're was, riding. Yeah. And Eddie the Hunt's telling him every millisecond what to do. And that's perfect. That's what he needed. But, you know, I, I didn't hear his spotter from this no, past I week. But, but, but regardless, I mean, you know, Short track's a lot different in Daytona. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I mean, you can ride a few minutes and get comfortable at Daytona. Yeah. You can't ride a few minutes here and get comfortable. So, uh, anyway, hats off to him, man. He he, uh, he dug deep, and he made it work, and, um, and, and, and you know, he, 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 did, he never gave up. No, I never gave up. Awesome. He, uh, he, um, I texted him. I said, man, what happened? Because I never saw a replay of what actually happened. He said, man, I went down the corner underneath somebody. He said, he didn't know who it was. He said, I went down the corner underneath, and he said, they just kept on pushing me down on the rumble strips. And he said, when when the back tire hit the rumble strip, he said, it just turned. Yeah. So, but anyway, he said, but I still think I could have salvaged top 10 after that. He said, uh, you know, there at the end of the race, I think it was like 13, 14 laps ago, lost all fuel pressure. So I don't yep. know if the wreck caused... It may have, jar but, loose. but, you know... <laughs> it wasn't that all bad. The, I mean, it crunched back in, though. But it well, all the KBM awful. trucks had issues. Dude, all of them. All of them. John Hunter fell like a rock to begin with and yep. never could really make it up. So, I don't know. Maybe they went with the wrong setup. Hey, we're going to talk with him next week, I hope. After coming off a win from the Oscar 250, we're going to be pretty sure pulling for him. So, everybody listening, make sure you check that out and pull for him. And uh, we'll talk with him about all this.
For sure. Well, now let's go to a uh, another driver that's uh, coming up through the uh, through the rankings here. Ladies and gentlemen, on the phone now, or on the on the Zoom meeting. We're, we're doing these Zoom meetings today. It's the first time we've actually done Zoom meetings. Yeah. So, uh, everybody's <laughs> so, going to Zoom. So everybody's yeah. going to Zoom. So we had to join on, jump on the train, too. So uh, <laughs> anyway, Christian Rose, man, what is going on with you? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good to be on. Glad to uh, thank you guys for having me. Not a problem, man. Thank you for coming on with us, hanging out with us, and uh, and uh, giving us some time, man. Well, we know you... You're a late model driver now, man, and uh, that's which is which is huge now because uh, I don't know. We were just talking with, uh, or we were just uh, as we were talking, we were on the Bullring a little while ago. Stephen Nassie and people like that's on there. So late models have come a long, long, long way in the past. I say ten years, and um, so seeing guys like you come up through the ranks in in late models is awesome, man. So uh, if you will, just kind of introduce yourself, man. Yeah, absolutely. Like, just to hit on the late model stuff, I didn't really know too much about it. Uh, my story's a little bit different than everybody else. I'm from Martinsburg, West Virginia. Um, I went to college. Uh, I got a degree in hospitality management, and in doing so, I played Division One baseball at a small school um, named UMES, University of Maryland Eastern Shore. And from that point, uh, basically, I, I met BJ McLeod and um, some of those guys in the garage when I was a younger age and, and asked, how would I get into racing? And... He basically said, come on out, you know, we'll, we'll let you guys try to test the car out, see what you think of it, and if it's something you want to do. So I run home all excited, tell mom about the opportunity and everything, and she's like, nah, you're going to get your college degree. So mom shot it down real quick, and then we go and finish college, and I remember we were sitting on the couch, uh, I think it was the summer of 2018, and we're sitting there, and I'm watching the race, and I was like, you know, baseball was, you know, my niche, but I really think if racing would have fallen or cars would have fallen the right way, that would have been where things would have lined up for me. And my mom was like, well, why don't you call BJ back and see if there's an opportunity? And uh, the first time I ever climbed in a race car was the summer 2018 in a super late model at Hickory Motor Speedway um, with BJ. He had Matt Tiff there and Matt came out and shook the car down. And uh, we were not too far off. We were a few tenths off his time and, and they were pretty amazed. It was my first time in a late model. So, uh, or any race car at that point. So that's how we kind of went from not really being involved in racing to now we've been running for three years and I've gotten to run for some great people. And I'm, I'm running now with, uh, Bruce cook and, uh, CRT, um, and those guys over there and they've been incredible to me. So, uh, it's just been a different path for me, but it's been, it's been a blast. Well, uh, let's, let's, let's go back to the baseball stuff, man. Sterling's a big baseball fan here. So, uh, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> well see, when I was growing up, I mean, I, I played baseball of course since T-ball right on up and, and getting into high school, I was racing go-karts at the time and, and we didn't have time to do both. So, you know, daddy told me, all right, well, you got to pick, you want to, you want to play baseball or you want to race? So naturally I picked, yeah. I, I picked racing go-karts up and down the East coast and, and that's what we did. And, you know, now, you know, I, yeah. I'm I'm playing softball at 35 years old and <laughs> trying to keep up and you know it's a whole lot different but you know I'm not saying I I I, I wish I'd have done differently but what made you decide to to hang up baseball and and go towards racing? Uh, when you get to the college level, it becomes a lot more of a job and and I had a blast doing it. I, I met some of my best friends, some great coaches, and. Honestly, my arm wasn't going to let me take it any further. I, I had peaked on my velocity. It was coming down. It wasn't, you know, ending up the way I wanted to, to be the Cinderella story for me for baseball. And, you know, I had to come to grips with that. So going into my senior year, I kind of knew that this was probably 
last year I get to put the cleats on, put the spikes spikes back on. And I played from the time I was four till I was 23 years old. So I wow. had a good 19 year run at it. Um, and, and I got to play against schools like Duke, and Georgetown and Pittsburgh. And we were competitive and, and we, we enjoyed doing it. And I still love it. I love baseball to death. But honestly, ever since I've put myself into the seat of a race car, there's honestly not a thing in the world I'd rather do to drive a race car. It, it, baseball was fun, but racing is where I want to be at more than anything. So um, it's truly become my love. There you go, man. That's awesome. Um, well, let's go back a little bit. Let's go. Uh, it, it, you said you started racing in 18, right? Uh, 2018. Yes. Summer of 2018 was the first time I tested. And then I think my first race was the red eye at New Smyrna with BJ and those guys in 2019. Man, I, I, I can't fathom personally. And I guess it's just for me coming up from go-karts and I've, I've jumped in some, what we consider charger cars and stuff like that. And, you know, worked up and I, I've driven a late model round track. Um, I can't fathom jumping in a super late model <laughs> for my for first, first test yeah. ever in a race car. <laughs> I mean, but hey, there's you just got to learn to go fast in that car. I mean, was that kind of how it was, man? Yeah, BJ basically told me, "Hey, man, we're gonna throw you to the wolves." I mean, I think he told me that several times. It's you're either gonna love it or you're gonna hate it, and this is how you're gonna know if you you belong here or not. And we were fast off the get-go at, at the test sessions. And then once I got into racing, I, I, like actual racing, it was a whole wake-up call to, wow, I need to, need to do some homework and, and really get behind the, you know, what I need to do to make this work. But um, going from there, we've, we, I think we, were, uh, we, went, we ran speed weeks. We ran Nashville. We ran a couple places. And then I went down and ran in Florida for a couple of years in New Smyrna. And doing there, we were really fast. We started clicking off top fives down there in New Smyrna. And then – uh, I jumped into a late mile stock and that's, uh, at Myrtle beach. And then we ended up in a limited late mile and that's what we've been running since. And it's been different going from a lighter race car to a, to a heavier race car, but it's been a great learning experience. And we just came off probably our best run I've ever had in, in a limited at orange County last weekend. Um, uh, we ran really well. We were respectable. I think we, we rained out on lap 47, but had that not happened, I think we had top three, maybe a top four car there. So. Right. Well, I want to go back. You said you ran some at uh, Late Mile Stocks there, at Myrtle Beach, and uh, man, that's a track I miss personally because that was an hour down the road from us. So uh, I, yeah. I, I, we spent many a nights at that track. What What do you think about Myrtle Beach? I uh, I loved it. Um, I wish I would have done a little more research going into it because I uh, I felt like Superman to start. I jumped out there, and man, I was wide open coming off for way way too soon. <laughs> And, uh, I learned real quick when that anchor went out the window about lap 20 and we didn't have a right rear left on the thing that, uh, <laughs> you got a baby it around there to start. So I, I love the track. I wish I would have got another opportunity at it. I hate that they tore the place down. So that was, uh, I grew up going there as a kid, you know, to that track and, and that area. And, you know, that, that place is special for me. When I found that they were closing the speedway, that's when I was like, we got to find a way to go run it before they close it down. So we got in one of the last races there and I had an absolute blast running that place. That place reminded me in. I, and I guess it's a saying there too, but uh, the track service just being so worn out and everybody had to conserve their stuff, like you're saying. It, it, the track was shaped completely different, obviously, but the surface reminded me so much of old Darlington. Just yeah. absolute tires. Yeah. yeah. Or even Hickory. Yeah. Like you say, you run Hickory, and we've been to Hickory not Ooh. too long ago, and, and there's cracks like three inches wide. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I fell in one, actually. <laughs> yeah, there's some. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's definitely some old surface, man. So uh, I, I know running on old, old surface versus new surfaces is definitely a, a, a big difference in how you uh, approach the race. 
Yeah, absolutely. We ran Florence last year with Bruce Cook and those guys down in uh, Florence, South Carolina. And we've run Orange County and places, you know, services are worn out. And I think it's a good learning tool to learn how to save your stuff because I got used to running a prolate so much that it was basically, it's, you know, for a 50 lap race in New Smyrna where the track surface is pretty, pretty, it's not new, but I mean, it's newer than what I'm used to, what we're running on now. And it's, it was just go, you got to hammer it down and just go. And now I've had to learn to back myself off that and, and learn how to adjust and save my stuff and not go so hard. And, you know, Florence, we, we took off and we were, I think we would have been all right with the way the cautions fell, but you know, Bruce got me out of the car after the race and was like, dude, you just went, you can't be Superman and start these races. You got to learn to slow yourself down and, and learn how to conserve your stuff a little more. And as we've gone, I think we've done, we've done a lot better job of doing that. So it's all stuff, like I said, coming off of three years of this, we haven't even driven or done this for three years is all learning and, and trying to figure out how to be fast. But I feel like as we go, the quicker we get and the better we get, the more you learn. And it's uh, just piling up a notebook and mentally stacking that away for every time I show back up to the racetrack. For sure, man. And uh, you, you just brought up a point talking about, you know, slowing yourself down not being superman there to begin with what is harder is it is it harder to speed up and go faster if you're not fast enough at a track or is it harder when you know you got a fast car and to slow down at a track to conserve your stuff what feels harder to you it's harder when you got a fast car and you got to slow down because you know like you got a good piece under you you can go forward for me I, I, we're always fast everywhere we go in practice ever since i've gotten in the limited we're top five on the board everywhere we show up and it's I'm really good at the short run stuff. And now it's just trying to piece together the long run stuff. And I know I got good equipment and I've got good people behind me. It's just trying to figure out, you know, I, I know I've got great equipment and I know I've got everything I need is just trying to back it down, take a breather, get into a rhythm. And I think that's something we found at Orange County this past weekend where I, I really just got into a rhythm and I was able to follow my teammate. And, you know, she was a great guidance and a great guideline for me on where, where to run and how to run and, you know, how to pass. And then we ended up going forward through the race as we got cautions and we're, you know, just staying moving forward. So it's to answer your question. I think it's harder to have a fast car and know that you got to be patient and slow yourself down. <laughs> I, I, I could, I can definitely understand that. Cause I'm the same way. It's just like, I'm like that on, even on I racing. We, uh, we get on there. <laughs> if I got a car, I feel fast and I'm passing people. I'm like, yeah, this thing's awesome. All of a sudden 25 laps into it. I'm like, Oh man, <laughs> I need <laughs> yep. to slow down. Oh, yep. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Cause I, I know it's a rookie thing for me for the most part. It's just lack of experience. And I, like I said, I keep building more every lap. I learn more and more and more, but um, for me, for the most part, I think it's just rookie stripes and learning, you know, every time we go to a track and we come back to it, we're way faster and we're way better. It's just trying to piece it all together. There you go. And you've talked about, uh, you, you, you obviously started out there in the super and you've ran late model stocks and now run limited late model out of, out of all those, honestly, which, which one was your favorite run or is it kind of just, Whichever one's fast or feels fun that day. <laughs> Whichever one feels fun that day for me, for sure. But I was the most comfortable in the prolate. I, I got a lot of laps around that. You know, I, I raced for Mike Skinner and those guys down in Florida for a couple of years. And um, I, I tested a lot and I got really good at that place towards the end of my time running there. And, and running a pro there, uh, is, there's something about having to keep the RPMs up and keeping the motor wound up. And I think it's kind of transitioning to the limited because it's almost the same thing as, you know, you got to keep the momentum up in these things. Um, using less brakes and just trying to get what the roll speed carry you through the center more and be able to jump back in the throttle, but ease back into it in these heavier race cars. But um, I, I personally like the pro the best because I think you can really attack the racetrack. That's what I like to do. So the pro definitely is probably my favorite. Good deal, man. Good deal. Well, uh, you've had, you've had some good runs this year and uh, obviously past couple of years. Um, so, so what's coming up for you? 
Yeah, you know, we just partnered with the Boys and Girls Club out of Martinsburg, West Virginia, in the Eastern Panhandle. Um, I want to get them in there. You know, we're we're every sponsor lap we run this year, we're kicking five dollars back to the club. Um, it means the world to me and, and being able to give back to the community back there. I'm I'm a West Virginia kid. I'm born and raised in West Virginia and I, I love that area area to death. I love my roots and um being able to help the community out as much as I can back there. But the answer to your question is we're actually going to be making our Arca debut um here in the next couple of months out of or a couple of weeks actually in Las Vegas at the Bull Ring. And uh, hopefully, I think we have a second race teed up there um, in Roseville after that. Um, I can't officially announce the sponsor. We're finalizing the contract this week. And as soon as we do, we'll be able to put that out there. Um, stay up with our social media, Christian Rose Racing, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And uh, we should be able to have that official announcement out here pretty soon. But you guys are the first ones that I've told that we're going to go make our ARCA debut here in a couple of weeks. Sweet, man. That's awesome. Congratulations, man. That's or, awesome. ARCA West. Yeah. It's, I'm looking forward to it. So the goal is just go run all the laps, learn as much as we can, stay out of the way and just try to learn as much as possible and then apply it to the next week and then going forward. So, yeah, sure. well, uh, and obviously we're not talking sponsor, but what, what made, uh, what made the bull ring it be the first race there? Is that, is that a sponsor deal or is that a, a you deal or, or how, how did that come about? It's a little bit of, talking with our team and talking, you know, where would be the best place to take me where I'm not really the most experienced person where the speeds aren't really as high. Um, the bull rings a place where it's going to be aggressive, but it's, it's a place where I think me being a rookie, I can go there and, and learn a lot and run a lot of laps and be smart about it. So that was kind of where we would look. We thought about the West coast and, and we were looking out West and it just happened to be where our sponsor decided to come on board and it just, Worked out perfect for that to be our debut out there. That's awesome, man! Congratulations and uh, de- big congratulations on that. Um, <laughs> Absolutely, thank you, guys. <laughs> Not a problem, man. That's that's sweet. Um, that, that's that's gonna be fun. Can't wait to uh, check that out and watch that, man, because that's gonna be uh, that's a tight little track. It's a fun track to watch. <laughs> yes, I <like> it is. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, we've been. We've been studying up on film and doing a lot of stuff already to try to prepare as much as possible. But it, it looks like a fun place and. Hey, what's a better place to go make your debut or run out there in Vegas? So, good deal, buddy. Well, like I said, I know you don't have the uh, sponsor announcements for that yet, but otherwise, on your uh, late model stuff, uh, tell us who I was on your car helping you out. Uh, we've had Black Draft Distillery. Uh, it's a local place. Honestly, my neighbor back home in West Virginia, and and they do uh, moonshine whiskey. It's all legal stuff, and it's pretty good stuff. Uh, I recommend it to anybody who wants to try it out. Uh, Glenn Price is the owner's name, and and he's helped me from my beginning stages in 2018 to still kick some money towards us now. And we've had them, uh, like I said, the boys and girls club has been a huge contributor in helping us out and helping us spread our word on what we're trying to do. The triple play initiative is what we're really hitting home with them. And that's mind, body, spirit, me being a former college athlete, um, trying to take care of yourself, your body, mentally, physically, everything possible to try to say the best you can, you know, not only, was it helpful for me playing baseball, but I think it's been a huge transition to help me into the race car as well. And, and being able to be competitive and stay, stay at the best edge. I think I can to compete with these guys that have raced their whole lives. So that's really what we're trying to share back to the kids. But those guys have all been huge contributors and SCI international is a company that helped me out strongly when I first started out. So we've had some good sponsors, uh, some good people to help us out and we're just looking to go forward and keep pushing. Them. Awesome, man. That is, that is, that's good stuff. And, uh, I- I know you mentioned it just a little while ago, but uh, tell everybody how they can keep up with your racing. What are all your social media handles? 
Yeah, Christian Rose Racing is going to be the handle on Instagram and Facebook, and then just Christian Rose on Twitter or CR Speed ninety nine. Uh, like I said, we're going to have a big announcement. Some big announcements coming forward or going forward. So if you go and follow us, we'd really appreciate it. And and any of the help support we can get on social and everything, like it, share it. It helps us going forward for our sponsors. It really does a does a lot more than what anybody would expect. So please go out there and help us out and follow us on uh, on social. Yeah, for sure. You guys go do it. Y'all go. Y'all go check him out. All right, now we all just all just racing stuff. What uh, what you feeling about the uh, major league season here? Who who you think is uh, coming hey, on? I'm just gonna say, Christian. <laughs> I mean, my my, my my Braves are coming on strong now, man. What what what's up with the Orioles right now, dude? Oh, uh, man, don't get me started on my Orioles. Uh, <laughs> we're we're bringing up the tail on all American League and National League, so we're rebuilding. But I, I think we got some young pieces coming forward, but. Honestly, the, the two teams, honestly, your team is one of the ones I have my eyes on. Getting hot at this time of year is a very important thing, carrying momentum into the postseason. Uh, I, we've right. seen teams do it so many times from the wild card position, the Giants being one of them, and they're, they're my other team I'm watching very strongly, both for NL contenders. I think the Giants and Braves are the two teams to watch going forward. Uh, the Giants have just shocked me all year, so I didn't think they would be still the number one or best record in baseball to this point, but they are. They yeah. got the pitching. They just picked up Chris Bryant. Um, but your Braves have won nine in a row on the road. So that's that's, that's pretty hard to do. I don't care who you are or what you do. That that's hard to go on the road and travel and be on an airplane and and show up to the baseball field every single day and put the cleats on a win. So uh winning away from home is tough and that's how you win you, you go forward in the postseason. So uh, your Braves are <laughs> Looking good right now. Yeah, man. Well, I sure do appreciate that. I'm glad they turned their season around because I was kind of worried to start with there and uh, and losing Ronald Acuna. That that was kind of big for us. That was yeah you know, one of our star guys there. But uh, but uh, yeah, like like we said earlier, after the trade deal, it's kind of come on strong for us. So I'm I'm thankful for that. And uh, I you know the, the bullpen's kind of kept us going, thankfully. So uh, well, well, speaking of bullpen, being that you have a pitching background, um, if you were a batter right now. In the, in the major league, who is a pitcher that you would say he's going to be the toughest pitcher you're going to go up against right now? Uh, Scherzer, man. Max Scherzer, that guy's a maniac. Yeah. Um, we, we always had this thing detailed out from our coach. His name is Coach West. And he was one of my best coaches, him and uh, John O'Neill. Those guys were incredible to us in college. But uh, Coach West always told us he made us write down what the definition of a psychopath was and bring it into practice the next day. And he said, that's that's a winning pitcher for you. you got to be a psychopath. So wow. to be a great athlete, I think you got to be. Look at Brady and anybody else who does it. They're absolute psychopaths, and all they do is live, eat, and breathe what they do. But Scherzer scares the heck out of me. And that guy gets the <laughs> ball, and you see that face staring down at home plate. I mean, he's incredible. Yeah, no doubt. He sure is. Well, well I just want to say this. I, I don't. Do you ever listen to Dale Jr. download by chance? Absolutely. Well, well, did you? I can compare. People tell me I look like Dale a lot. I got the red beard. You do. You no, do. I think we're about uh, the same frame and height. So, <laughs> um, did you hear Chipper Jones on there the other week talking about Greg Maddox? I did. Oh, God. yes. <laughs> did y'all yes. have Greg y'all, Maddox did, was crazy, dude. I'm telling you, that, yeah. psychopath. There you go, <laughs> right there. Yeah. Did y'all, did y'all have? Yeah, did, did y'all ever ever have any locker room uh, shenanigans going on back in the day, huh? I wouldn't say shenanigans. We definitely had our, our things that we did, uh, pregame rituals and everything that just kept you going. Every player is superstitious. I, I don't care what baseball player tells you he's not. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got something they do. Um, but we, we all had our own things. Like I, I'm still – the guy that helps me out, and he works for our race team. We were college roommates um, playing baseball together, and now I've got him down the racing world, and, and he's working in and helping us with our side of the stuff. So hopefully as we climb, you know, we'll, we'll stay working together. And 
Um, it's just a small tight knit community. Baseball and racing are very similar in a lot of ways. You'd be surprised at how similar they are. Well, that's what I was um, at. Yeah, I, was the, a, I was actually going to say you you'd be surprised how much how much racing is actually a team sport. Also, yeah, yeah. Anybody that says it's not a sport or not doesn't take athletes to do it, I, I encourage them to come on down and check <laughs> it out because yeah. it coming from the baseball field, this is way harder to do than throwing a baseball. I can promise you that. So. Whew. Um, but Greg Maddox to hit on that point, I, I think I saw, I can't remember. I think I saw an interview with somebody saying that he can tell you on his hand, how many pitches he missed in his whole career. And if you think about that, the dude threw probably 20,000 pitches in his yeah. whole career oh, and it can count on his two hands where he missed his spot. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, and I believe him. I believe him. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> oh yeah. That dude was spot on every time. So, uh, yep. But anyway, Christian, well, we sure appreciate you coming on here and hanging out with us, man. And uh, uh, best of luck heading out into all your racing, but especially in the uh, in the ARCA chance you're going to get out at the bull ring. Um, best of luck, and hopefully uh, you're more than welcome to come on here anytime. And uh, <laughs> hopefully we'll be uh, talking about a talking about an awesome run, maybe a win. Who knows? <laughs> I hope so. We're just hoping to keep everything, all the fenders on, and go run on the laps. But thank you guys so much for having us, and. I look forward. Hopefully, we'll be able to come back on here pretty soon. Good deal, buddy. Well, we yeah. sure appreciate it. Yep. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, bud. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Christian Rose, y'all go check him out. You'll be watching him uh, coming up through the through these late model ranks, and also obviously yeah. in the uh, ARCA ARCA ranks, ARCA yeah, West. Man. Looking forward to seeing where he goes from there, man. We uh, definitely. Hey, man, if we can always have a a, a, a baseball guy that turns to racing that's what i'm i'm all about that man that's i was all about that I, that's that's my dude right there i gotta <laughs> i gotta follow him man that's, that's cool for sure so uh yeah best of luck to him and uh we can call him congratulate him on a race and talk that's baseball, baseball. <laughs> that's what i'm talking about i love it yeah that's good stuff oh good deal well y'all know who else is fast i do sri performance is fast fast with everything man fast with delivery fast with Getting you some help fast, but at the racetrack, go get it. There you go. It's right there. It's always there. Can't beat it. SRI is your one-stop shop for all things racing. Guys, they got everything. Um, As we, we've we always said and always will say, they got every single thing. We were talking about it on here with Melissa last week. She toured SRI Performance uh, a few months back, and she was just amazed with all the parts there, especially all the used parts. That's crazy to me. I know we talk about new parts and getting your car all tuned up and everything, but sometimes you don't, there are certain parts you don't, you, you need, you don't even need them new. It might not make a bit of difference, but this part might be better, might be lighter. It might be carbon fiber dash that come out of a cup car. You can put in your street stop because it's super light if you're, if you're tight on weight. And I know a lot of these street stop guys sometimes are tight on weight. They want to keep everything as light as they can. That way they can position weight where they want to. Guys, there's stuff like that you can get at awesome prices at SRI Performance. Um, just call them up. Ask them if they got something. You know, <laughs> I'll tell you this. They got so much stuff there that if you ask them if they got it, they probably do. They, they probably do. They can find it. If you if you can think of something you need for your car, they probably got it. They got it. So y'all call them up uh, for all your spring needs, all your brake package needs, all your PFC brakes our buddy Randy Keene, he can hook you up, give you all the help you need, all the knowledge you need for your brake packages. So y'all uh, y'all give SRI Performance a call today and uh, or go online, look it up, fill up your cart. And when you go check that thing out, 
Put in promo code C Bone Ten. That's C is in. Check it. B O N E one zero. Get yourself ten percent off at time of checkout, and get you some. Get all the parts you need. Also, same deal over at uh, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, guys. Got all the metal work you will possibly need for your race car. You go check them out. Make them cars look good, look fresh, look clean. Coming up, some it's later part of the year, but there's a lot of big races coming up. Yeah, get your stuff looking good, looking looking pretty, looking new. Yeah, for these big races. Yeah, man, do it. Clean cars are fast cars. Always are. Yeah, always. Somebody told me, uh, um, or Kevin Rumley says, shiny wheels make a car fast. You know why he says shiny wheels make a car fast? Why is that? Because that means you paid attention to detail. There you go. They <laughs> do. And if Kevin Rumley said it. <laughs> Obviously, it's true. It's true. <laughs> so y'all go check out SRI Performance and Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. Tell them we sent you. Also, our buddy Earl Ramey, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, guys. Uh, best engines on the market. Um, can't tell y'all how how great he 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 is, man. I posted up a video uh yesterday, last night, Sunday night. Um, our buddy Willie Milliken, he put him in an Earl Ramey racing engine in his car, <laughs> and uh, I put a video on Facebook, or actually it's on YouTube. I just shared it on our page on Facebook too. Um, y'all go check it out because I'm gonna tell you them starts especially are insane. You can tell the horsepower down straightaways, but the torque this motor has is insane. These guys, they, they, they almost caught him for jumping start a couple times, but you could watch in the video because we're in car. He did not hit the gas first. The guy in front of him hit the gas. Willie hits the gas and motors right up beside him. It's insane. <laughs> Going down the straightaway. It's insane. Like I said, we saw that back in Charlotte with Derek. I mean, it's just insane, the horsepower. Yeah. If you can if you can pull Brandon over to down the straightaways. You got some horsepower. <laughs> you got some horsepower. So uh, you guys, go check out. Earl Ramey Racing Engines, tell him we sent you. Get you some time on his chassis dyno because that's where all the horsepower is found there, or, or the extra horsepower, we'll say, is found because it makes plenty. But you can find some extra on uh, adding all your components, all your oils, all that stuff in, in the motors. See what makes, you know, a half horsepower more. That's that's big sometimes. Need all you can get. Need all you can get. So go check out Earl Ramey Racing Engines, EMFR Performance. Tell Earl that... Chicken Bone Alley guys sent you. He might buy you a dinner or something. Hell, he knows somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Here. Get some chicken wings. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we, we do appreciate you guys, that's for sure, man. For sure. Well, speaking of dirt stuff, um, I paid attention to a lot of the uh, World Outlaw stuff this past week. There was a lot of it. A lot of it. Uh, like I said, Melissa was up there. Um Randy King was also up there, good bit of it. Um, Orange County, um, first time they've had a show in a long time as far as late models and uh, are bringing supers in anyway. Um, Brandon Shepard won it, but I'm going to tell you what. Max Blair. Our man Max Blair rolling. was rolling. If he could have ever got to the top side he'd been gone. of Brandon Shepard, he'd have left. Yeah, he'd have been gone. He, I mean, because he was staying even with him. Well, he jumped the cushion one time and lost like half yeah. straightaway, and then like literally in another half a straightaway, he was on his bumper. Right, exactly. So, top's where he needed to be, and he just he couldn't make it. And couldn't couldn't set up track. slide job enough. He couldn't do it in that that, that track there. But uh, but yeah, man, it was. Uh, I I think Max would have definitely. Um, if he'd have got around him, he'd have been gone. I think for sure. Uh, that was a flat, flat, flat track. 
Um, so uh, B Ship did pretty good, and uh, that was that used to be one of uh, Kyle Strickler's home tracks when he back when he ran um, big block modifieds and stuff, and that's the first time he's been back in a long time. He ran sixth in it, so uh, I'm glad he's back up there running, running up front yeah. a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they moved on the next night to Williams Grove, and the truth. Greg Satterly sat it on yeah. pole and uh, kind of dominated. dominated, even though uh, uh, Kyle Larson was in this race. The Martinsville of dirt, I think, kind of, sort of. I swear the straightaways are longer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long racetrack, but uh, um, yeah, like you say, I, I don't know, man. Would, would, I think Kyle would have had something for him. Had not Kyle was coming. Him. Kyle was coming, and um, actually Randy took a picture of it. Uh, it The track was coming apart, especially on entry there's so much pressure on that track on the entry because yeah. corner's so tight track was coming apart what it was was a big old dirt clock came up out the track big old piece of hard track came up went through the nose of the car and mm. pushed the nose down on the tire jesus pushed braces back and stuff i'm like that is insane yeah <laughs> Imagine if that well, well, I was like Jonathan Davenport the other week. He got hit by a dirt clot in the head, and it kind of not. He had to pull in the infield. He said he was seeing like double and stuff for a second. Yeah. Hit him so hard. So uh, I don't know what it is. I don't know if they're just making this much pressure on these cars now, and it's just tearing tracks up. Man, it's, I mean, I know that's always been a problem with dirt tracks sometimes, um, and it's so hard to get it right sometimes. But man, yeah. that was that was crazy. So uh, so he had to pull off, but um. Uh, I will say Chris Madden had a good run. Them this yeah, this whole this series, stretch. this whole yeah. stretch. Yeah, he's he's definitely done well. But uh, congrats, Sally, man. I mean, I think this is what his fourth. I think his fourth. Uh, word about low end, I believe. Yeah. Um, I like him. I, don't know. I do too, man. He's always there. He's always always. Yeah. It, it seems like he's always right in the top. Six, when seven. he's there, when he comes, when he's there, he's there. He's there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but no doubt he dominated his race and um, he showed him what's up, man. That's he sure did. Then they moved on to Sharon Speedway on uh, Saturday night. Yeah, because Max was going to go run um, Melissa's home track at Bridgeport, and uh, it got rained out. And uh, so they went and ran Sharon Speedway, and um, Kyle Larson went back to doing Kyle Larson things. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. He checked out. <laughs> we say Saturday he checked out. Uh, he didn't check out like Larson uh-huh. did. That's the thing. Rumley hits set up, you ain't going to find Larson. Nah. I mean, he's going to be gone. Gone, gone, gone. And he was, um, I, I will say, oh, uh, it, it, in in that race, was it that race? Well, Ty, Tyler Brunin was running pretty good in that one, wasn't it? I think it was that one, yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure. That's one that has come on that I haven't expected you know, and you or haven't he hasn't in years past. And I think he's right. finally getting getting that capital figured out. And uh I'm I'm glad to see him out there. He's a cool dude. Um but yeah, Larson checks out and um our buddy Max Blair was running good in it too and ended up getting taken out by a lap car. So that kinda stunk. Yeah, for sure. And then they moved on to uh Erie Speedway. Uh, Sunday night, and um, Shepard put it back on him again. Yep, Figured to be expected. Out. So tight little, tight little uh, race for the points, though. Him and uh, 
Um, Chris Madden, they're they're pretty close. I think about a hundred points or so there. Well, uh, splitting them. Yeah, for sure. But I do want to mention this week. This this has to go mentioned. It can't go unmentioned anyway. Um, Kate Dillard, he was up there in points for a while with them. I think he was running top five in points, wouldn't he? Um, Kate Dillard did everything he could to just them allow him to not have points for a race. Yeah. Because it was his daughter's first day of school, and he did not want to miss his daughter's first day of school because they were running at Orange County on Thursday. Man, mad props to Kate Dillard. Oh, yeah. He said, if that's how it's going to be, I just won't run for points. Oh, well. Forget y'all. I'm all for it, man. I'd have done the same thing. Oh, yeah. For sure. And so, uh, mad props to Kate Dillard. Um, We need to get him on here and talk about not that. Necessarily, we just need to talk about him racing because... I like him. He's a good dude. Yeah. Um, and obviously a good family man. So, uh, but anyway, um, that's dirt racing for this week. So, uh, I think Shepard's going to check out on them on the Outlaws points. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's pretty much got it now. Um, NASCAR, uh, AJ Allmendinger took the, uh, took the Xfinity series race at Michigan. Uh, picked up where he left off. Picked up where he left off in the cup race yeah. the week before. Um, so that's pretty cool to see. Uh, and then Sunday's race, to me, it was it was actually one of the better races, actually, surprisingly so. And I think what it was is there's drafting possibilities at Michigan. Right. And so they were kind of passing back and forth, and somebody could get stretched out. They could get hooked up with somebody else and run the leaders down. But Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott ran up front for a while. Then Elliott kind of got – he messed up on a – pit. something happened on a pit stop. Uh, William Byron come up, and they run up front for a while. Then, as it has happened to Kyle Larson here to pass, I don't know how many races, a daggone late race restart, and he just gets – pushed but he can't go nowhere he's stuck yeah and that's what happened again and uh ryan blaney comes up and wins well hey everybody knows that larson was there of course as always as always i think he's gonna he's gonna be there too so uh yeah that's all good well the uh i think that's about all we got for this week ain't it i believe that's it man sterling gonna go play a softball game yeah i'm a whole buggy to Cross town and go run a softball game. Play a softball, a softball game. game. I ain't running. I don't want to run much. You're running. <laughs> Just hit home runs. Don't run. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Oh, guys, we want to thank SRI Performance as always. Stock car steel and aluminum. RK Motorsports Consulting, our buddy Randy Keene. Earl Ramey Racing Engines. We appreciate them more than y'all know, guys. Also, uh, Ford Bite Apparel. Y'all go check out Ford Bite. Get yourself some. Some some race clothing, and uh, also uh, checkered the race hub. Y'all go check all of them out, and uh, we appreciate all of them for sure. So y'all check them out, and uh, check us out. Also, guys, now as we talked about the first of it, check out Speed Fifty One. Yeah, definitely check them out. The Bull Ring. Um Speed 51 itself, I mean, you can watch about anything you want to watch on there. Go check it out, man. Yeah. Uh, speaking of watching, let me pull up here. We got some... Uh, ah, I lost it. 
Here we go, right here. All right. This week on uh, this week on Speed Fifty One, as y'all know, it is a uh, Oxford week, Oxford Two Fifty week. Um, but starting off Wednesday, August twenty fifth, seven p.m. Seekonk Speedway, uh, Speed Fifty One Modified Madness. Check out the modifies on Speed Fifty One. There start then starting Friday we get into Oxford Two Fifty Friday. Uh, we got practice. Then uh, on Saturday, August twenty eighth, check out Championship Night from Anderson Speedway. Um, our local uh, some of our local stuff here. Uh, also on Saturday night, the Edwards Family Memorial at Lakeview Motor Speedway. I may be hit out there. Who knows. It's possible. You never. <laughs> then we got the ultimate super late models at Friendship Speedway. That ought to be a fun one to watch there. Uh, then we got the, as they talked about on the bullring today, Saturday Smart Modified Tour at Dillon Motor Speedway. Another one close to us. And then we got a. Uh, uh, that night I also have more on from the Oxford Two Fifty on Saturday night. Then Sunday, 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 big day for racing. The Oxford 250 will be on Sunday. Derek Griffith's man. I'm just going to say we're pulling for that number 12G. He's got it. We're going to pull for that number 12G. I'm just saying we, we might be a little partial. The part-time, part-time co-host got to get up there and knock it out. So, uh, but anyway, guys, so y'all check out Speed 51 and all their uh, all their programming this week. Um, but anyway, guys, we appreciate y'all coming on. If you want to see us talking a little bit, go back and check out the Bullring on Speed 51. Yes, sir. Facebook. Check us out. <laughs> you hear Sterling talking about, um, I don't know what he's talking about. There ain't no telling. There's never <laughs> what, 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 uh, The absorption. Is that what the word was? Probably something like that. <laughs> uh, who knows? <laughs> anyway, that's what we heard. All right, guys. Well, Sterling, gonna get to a softball game, and I'm on. Uh, I'm gonna get through some supper, I think. Yeah, I don't blame you, man. He's something for me. All right, guys. Well, y'all come back, hang out with us next week, same time, same place. Later. Later.